Are you ready for the end of the world? Ha ha. This is your community spirit. This is the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. You know what? Let's bring back the circle again. Circle of family, circle of friends, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is your community spirit coming at you live, local, and in your face here in southern Illinois. Uh, my name is Treesong. Uh, let's get started with some Carter and Connolly.
decisions that surround us Trying to do the road that's right And day to day I'm still astounded I don't need no You're listening to WDBX, your community radio for Southern Illinois, 91.1 FM. My name is Treesong, and that was Carter and Connolly. Uh, if you don't know, they have just come out with a new album, Live at the Sheldon. Came out with that uh, this year, and that was I Don't Need No Roads from there. You can find them online at carterandconnolly.com. Uh, Connolly is C-O-N-N-E-L-L-E-Y. I love that song. It's a good song. It's also, uh, I want to send that one out to Orr because, uh, Orr Beck, Dainajiman, who is usually here with us and in the studio, is on the road today. <laughs> he's off in another place. Uh, so he, uh, he's at his destination, so he may not need those roads today, but he's using those roads. <laughs> so yeah, we've got lots of, uh, news, happenings, events, holidays going on, uh, this week. As usual, let's see what we've got today. Now, the first one, you're, you're going to be surprised for bringing up this topic on your community spirit. Uh, the topic is climate change. Actually, I haven't talked about it for a couple weeks, I don't think. But it's still going on. Climate crisis fueling Mississippi River's historic floods. The Mississippi River is experiencing its second 500-year flood since 1993. Now, now, wait a minute, it hasn't been 500 years since 1993, so uh, it's kind of weird to have another one of those. Now, that's no freak occurrence. Scientists say it's a result of human-made carbon pollution changing our climate. Quote, all extreme weather events are now subject to human influence, said Peter Gleick, a climate and water scientist and the president of the Pacific Institute, at a Capitol Hill briefing on Monday organized by the American Meteorological Society. Quote, we are loading the dice and painting higher numbers on them. Now, forecasters expect the Mississippi to top out uh, in Memphis on Monday, just inches below the record level. Uh, there was a 74-year-old record, and uh, they came really close to it. Uh, so, yeah, flooding flooding like the Mississippi River uh, is seeing in 2011 used to be considered extremely unusual, but thanks to the climate crisis, floods are becoming more frequent and more severe over much of the Mississippi River Basin, 
so much so that the old way of measuring things is tragically outdated. Uh, so this, they, yeah, they used, used to have this terminology of a, a 50 to 100 year flood, a 500 year flood, based on what the levels were and about how often those happened, but uh, that measurement system is starting to break down because they're happening more frequently. Uh, the AMS briefing uh, said that increasing temperatures aren't necessarily leading to more frequent rainfall events, uh, but the climate crisis is leading to more intense rainfall events. And these storms recently certainly were intense. And it's difficult. We've talked about this before related to climate change. It is pretty difficult to be sure any one particular storm is related to climate change, because that's a, a weather event that has a lot of complex causes. But the overall trend of more flooding due to uh, more intense rainfall events is definitely related. All right, let's see what other news we have on tap for today. Protect the coral reefs. The life you save may be your own. Uh, now, personally, I'm, I'm in favor of protecting the coral reefs because they're, you know, they're alive. They're a big part of the ocean uh, ecosystem. But we've got a bit of news today about other reasons as well to protect the coral reefs. Coral reefs are in big trouble worldwide. And that's not just bad news for snorkelers. It could mean death instead of life for millions of people. Maybe even you. Here's information that a lot of people don't realize. Coral already provides the elemental compounds for a growing number of crucial medicines and health products. Ranging from antiviral drugs to anti-inflammatories, painkillers, even sunblocks. Uh, there's a certain irony to that. If you've got the sunblock on, you're tanning out there on the beach, and then a little bit away, those uh, coral are dying off. Uh, unfortunately, science is in a race against time. We've only just started to plumb the depths of coral's potential to attack the world's health issues, only to have many reefs on the brink of disaster from threats like warming oceans and overfishing. Now that's, that perspective on it reminds me in a lot of ways about the, uh, the rainforest and the efforts we're still undergoing to protect rainforests. There's still so many organisms in these natural ecosystems that we haven't fully researched yet, don't fully understand. And part, part of the tragedy of losing those is that it's, it's life. Life is beautiful. There are all these diverse forms of life that we are losing sight of before we even get to actually lay eyes on them. Uh, but the other downside is there are a lot of uh, biological compounds out there that we may never get to see because we're taking them out. So let's see, uh, if you sign up for our newsletter, uh, you can email me at treesong at treesong.org. We can get you signed up for the newsletter. Uh, then if you do that, you can get more details on stories like this and others. Um, we also get many of our stories from a site called grist, uh, grist.org. They've got the same sort of uh, same sort of environmental perspective and uh, dark sense of humor <laughs> that we have. You know, take, taking the time to examine the environmental crisis and have a little fun doing it. So here's uh, an important tidbit from the article that 75% of the world's coral reefs are in trouble. And that's a very uh, unfortunate statistic. Uh, but... Uh, is there anything we can do about it? Uh, they have uh, personal things that you can do. One simple thing is actually, this may seem unrelated at first, but one thing you can do is to eat local. It's good for our bodies. There's less transport, so less pollution and use of fossil fuels. 
and there's less disturbance to the natural environment and indigenous cultures. Uh, you know the agricultural source, and it's local to you and your system and the environment. So one of the big causes of this uh, coral uh, uh, tragedy is all of the use of fossil fuels and all of the pollution and disturbance of the oceans. So you can take personal action on that by eating local as much as you can and reducing your carbon footprint. All right, let's see what other news we have today. Uh, we do have a fun story here. Uh, there's a new study out about how to get your kids to become environmentalists. Do you want your kids to become ecologically conscious as adults? Well, the key may be getting them into nature now. That seems to be the most reliable way to build their love of the outdoors, according to mountains of research. Uh, but in a harried and always online world for parents as well as children, what's it going to take to do that? Now, this does remind me of a personal story. Uh, well, I, growing up as a kid, I lived in the Chicago area, so there often wasn't that much in the way of uh, scenic uh, outdoor environments with a lot of non-human life in them. Uh, but I did occasionally get to break away from that. Uh, we, there was a park in our neighborhood, and we used to go to that park. And my grandfather used to take us to a forest preserve out near uh, his house. So I do have those fond memories of being a child and running free in the woods, climbing on the rocks and the trees. And uh, Although I didn't initially make that connection when I started getting involved in environmental issues, since then I've really reflected and realized, you know, it, it may seem like a small thing at the time, you know, just occasionally going out there and learning about all these plants and animals. But uh, it really probably shaped me in the future. Because once I came down here to southern Illinois and got into really big forests down here, uh, well, relative to what they have in Chicago anyway, <laughs> uh, it, I took to it very naturally. It wasn't something unusual to me, and so I enjoyed the experience. So what we do with our children can help shape what they do as adults. Uh, there's also a new study that uh, shows that... It, well, it looked at the alumni of the Nature Conservancy's Leaders in Environmental Action for the Future, the LEAF program. <laughs> they came up with a good acronym there. Now, this was a summer stewardship program that put urban youth attending environmental high schools into paid residential internships doing environmental work on con Nature Conservancy preserves across the United States. Now, these participants are mentored through their internships by naturalists and conservation scientists and they studied them over a 17-year span to see how the program was doing. And uh, they, LEAF alumni place greater value on environmental issues. 73% uh, rank global warming as extremely serious, uh, which is higher than uh, the 37% of their peer group nationally. Uh, they're also more likely to volunteer for environmental groups and more likely to uh, point out unecological behavior uh, when they encounter it. They also spend more time outdoors after going in this uh, ecological mentoring program. And they tend to go, they also, here's another interesting one, even if you're not all that concerned about the environment as a parent, here's one that may get your attention. Uh, the LEAF program alumni uh, went to college at rates more than 26% higher than average for their peer group. And they're much more likely to graduate high school. So they must have found something out there in the woods that's inspired them to keep going in their city life, too. Uh, so, it's an exciting story to me. I'm, I'm glad to hear about this LEAF program existing. Uh, the Nature Conservancy has more information on that. Uh, but uh, it's important for kids to get out there, both for the uh, 
benefits of learning about the environment and for being more physically active, which does lead to more well-being. And also, uh, as much as I do like this program, there's also the question of uh, what can you do if you don't have access to a program like LEAF? Uh, if it's not active in your area. Uh, now, we are fortunate here to have several uh, different groups mentoring children in environmental issues. Uh, if it's not the case, what do you do? Well, like I said at the beginning of the article, uh, you can just be your own environmental mentor to your children or to your friends' children. Uh, taking the time to spend out time in the outdoors with them. Um, if they do live in a truly urban environment, now here, here in southern Illinois, it's not that far to the nearest uh, natural areas. Uh, but if, if you're in a more uh, densely populated urban environment and it's a long distance to get out to those places, um, it can help to make it to find a way to make a trip of it, make a day of it, uh, mentor them through the experience. Um, if you actually live in an area where they haven't been outside in a big forest before, it helps to have someone there to uh, help them process those new uh, sensory inputs. So yeah, helping children spend time outdoors really does seem to have an impact on their, their developments, their love of the environment. So sounds like a good plan. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for coming on a Tuesday night. So Mark Mark informed me that before we came out that everyone here has to clap like there's three people. Let's see them. So cheering session right there.
sunsets and northern lights of my fire Half the day's in Our hearts are dance on the Milky Way And the moon's like a long lost friend But someday we'll fly to the moon Now even though it's made out of cheese And there'll be light on the dark side too As long as you're there with me Listening to WDBX 91.1 FM, Community Radio for Southern Illinois. And this is Tree Song, and we're back with some holidays. Now, today is the 133rd day of the year. There are 233 days left in the year. Uh, we're making progress here. We're getting through this year. We're going to make it out alive. <laughs> All right, uh, today's first holiday is Friday the 13th. Now, I know some people think there's an unlucky aspect to Friday the 13th. But I think 13 is a lucky number. There are 13 moons in a year, and uh, there's really no particular reason to fear the number 13, so let's enjoy and celebrate Friday the 13th. Now, our first holiday today is Blame Someone Else Day. Now, I wonder if that's related to Friday the 13th, actually. <laughs> oh, that mirror, I didn't, make, I didn't break that mirror, someone else broke it. <laughs> Alright, uh, some other birthdays. It's a good day for music. Mary Wells, the singer. And Stevie Wonder, the singer and musician, both born on uh, May 13th. Some other holidays. Uh, Saturday is International Migratory Bird Day. So you can say hello to all of your favorite migratory birds out there. It's also National Train Day. Uh, Stars and Stripes Forever Day. Stay up all night nights. <laughs> I was going to say, if that was stay up all night day, then I'd be a little confused. <laughs> Uh, anniversary of the Lewis and Clark Expedition also, and it's National Windmill Day in the Netherlands. Uh, I've been to the Netherlands and I saw windmills, so uh, they take the day to celebrate it on Saturday. Sunday is Nylon Stockings Day, Peace Officer Memorial Day, UN International Day of Families, so on Sunday, uh, take some time to celebrate your families. Uh, Monday is Biographer's Day, so... uh. You can contact your biographer and get started on that biography. <laughs> it's also the anniversary of the Academy Awards and the birthday of Liberace coming up on Monday. Now, Tuesday is the Flower Moon. It's also UN World Telecommunications 
and Information Society Day. So today to be happy, we've got all this uh, internet, uh, we've got all these cell phones, all these uh, radio waves drifting through the air, bringing my voice to you. <laughs> Alright, it's also Tuesday's the anniversary of the first U.S. same-sex marriage. Uh, that's a very auspicious occasion, and I wouldn't be surprised if people are celebrating it by getting married on that day. Wednesday is International Museum Day, so you can find a museum near you and go to the museum to celebrate. It's also Turn Beauty Inside Out Day, a day to think differently about beauty. Visit Your Relatives Day. And uh, th coming up on Thursday, the 19th of May, it's the anniversary of the Boys Club. It's the birthday of uh, Malcolm X, the civil rights activist. It's the birthday of Pete Townsend, the musician. It's also the birthday of some guy named Tree Song. Uh, I hear he's a real-life superhero, uh, community radio, DJ. Uh, I've heard of that guy. His birthday is coming up on Thursday. All right, uh, those are some holidays. If you'd like to let us know the holidays you're celebrating, uh, you can email me at treesong at treesong.org. If you send any emails my way related to the radio show, it helps if you put radio in the title, because then I can find it in that big, that big avalanche of all the spam and all the uh, unsolicited emails and all the emails from friends who don't have their own folders yet. Uh, so yeah, radio in the title helps me to find that. You can also email info at yourcommunityspirit.org, and uh, or is the one who checks that one. Now, let's get to some community happenings. I don't know, is there anything happening in this community? Is there anything happening in Southern Illinois? Uh, maybe. Uh, well, it kind of looks like it, actually. Let's see what we've got on tap today. First off, as usual, we have Rice and Spice, the International Slow Food Dinner. Uh, that's happening tonight at 6 p.m. at Guy House Interfaith Center. This week's theme is Middle Eastern with Mazar. You can come early to help get the cooking done, or stay late to help chip away at the mountain of dishes. Either way, in between, there's going to be a lovely meal there. That's uh, at the Guy House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. Now, some other happenings we have here. Well, look at this. We have the Friday Night Fair. I've been to one of these. It was pretty fun. Uh, they're happening Fridays, most Fridays at 6 p.m., at the Town Square Pavilion, corner of Illinois and Maine. This is a fair that features local, homegrown, and handmade products and services, plus free live music. This week's musical performance is by Bill Harper. It's a pretty fun place. They've got all these information tables with uh, these local crafts and also local uh, environmental information as well. Uh, 6 p.m., Town Square Pavilion, tonight. Should be a good time. All right, and speaking of good times, and speaking of our talk of local foods earlier, we have the Farmer's Market. It's that time of year again we get to go out to the Farmer's Market. That happens uh, Saturdays during the season from 8 a.m. to noon over at the West Town Mall parking lots. Now, that's west of the Murdale Shopping Center on, uh, on West Main and Walnut. Other happenings on Saturday, we have the Vigil for Peace. The Vigil for Peace is still going on. That's Saturdays at noon at the Town Square Pavilion over on the corner of Illinois and Maine. 
Uh, they've been doing that since before the start of the Iraq War, and they're out there holding vigil uh, to bear witness to the costs of war and hold out hope for the promise of peace. Other happenings this weekend. On Saturday, this is an exciting one. There's going to be a, in theory, there's going to be a wildflower hike at Giant City State Park. Uh, wildflower, excuse me, <laughs> wildflower hike on the Trillium Trail will be led by Chris Evans. Uh, now, I will say that uh, they have an email here, friendsofgiantcity at gmail.com. Uh, if there is heavy rain or storms, it will be canceled, so you'll want to look at the weather report and look out your window to see what's going on. Uh, but if the weather permits, they will be meeting at the visitor center at noon and carpool to the site. Uh, this is a rugged two-mile hike, so sturdy boots or shoes are recommended. Uh, it's sponsored by Friends of Giant City. Once again, friendsofgiantcity at gmail.com. And that's pretty exciting. I like the Trillium, uh, Trillium Trail, and I like the Trillium plant as well. <coughs> Got time for a couple more happenings here. Uh, Audubon Stewardship Day at War Bluff Valley Sanctuary. Uh, War Bluff Valley Sanctuary is a beautiful place. I have, haven't actually been out there in a while, but it is very beautiful. Uh, this is another one dependent on weather, so number to call for that is 618-683-2222 uh, to see all the details and see if the weather will be permitting it. Uh, they basically go out there and volunteer. Uh, to uh, They bring work gloves and water and a sack lunch, and they go and uh, have some fun out there at War Bluff Valley Sanctuary. All right. A little bit more, we've got uh, Soil Chorus Chant and Song Circle. Uh, that happens Sundays at 3 p.m. at Guy House Interfaith Center. Uh, once again, Guy House is 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. And it's a weekly Chant and Song Circle. We get together and uh, do all sorts. We share whatever songs and chants each of us knows. It's a good time. Now I want to mention quickly, um, I'm working on a novel. This is a bit of news, uh, a novel community happening here. Uh, I'm working on a novel called Change. This is an urban fantasy novel about climate change. You can get more information on it at treesong.org slash change. I'm hoping to come out with it uh, this winter. Uh, that will only be possible if I'm successful in my Kickstarter campaign to uh, raise funds to get it published. Um, it's exciting to me. I've, I've been writing fiction for a while and I've been talking about climate change for a while. It's exciting to be able to combine these two passions in my life. Uh, for more information on it, treesong.org slash change. And one more quick happening. We want to mention, uh, coming up not this Friday, but next Friday, is Bike to Work Day. So, Bike to Work Day. Uh, in Bike to Work, and at noon at the Town Square Pavilion next Friday, they'll have lunches there and all sorts of biking information. Uh, good times. Well, once again, this has been an exciting and informative Your Community Spirit. Uh, I know I've enjoyed it. Hopefully you have, too. Uh, treesong at treesong.org is the address for any uh, comments, complaints, suggestions, all that good stuff. Uh, it's a little bit cloudy out there, but it should be a wonderful weekend. But if you can handle a little bit of rain off and on, hope you have a good weekend and a good week. And we'll see you back here next week on the radio.